All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Herb Sessions. I am your host, Herb, and today I have some super awesome people here with me. To my far deep in the back here, my beautiful <laughs> sister. Well, I call her my sister because she's awesome. Leilani, and then my really good friend, Abraham, that I've known forever. Super cool dude. Hey, guys. Yeah, hey. he's awesome. Say hello. Hello. That introduction was very podcast You liked it? Yeah, that was good. Before we get even deeper into it, exclusively now you will find all episodes linked well let me say that again you find all episodes on youtube now and then the audio version will be linked in the description below so if you like the audio version it'll be there for you along with other things that i'm into i'll link it so you can find it and make sure to subscribe and get notices when new episodes pop up so yeah, that's it. How you guys doing? I'm good. Cheers, man. Doing good. Cheers. Some tropical Cheers. drinks. We have some tropical yeah, concoctions. Yeah, I like oh. it. I like it. And the no, no fuck up drink right there. What's that? Dang. Cranberry and vodka. Cranberry and vodka. I gotta have a little. Can't, can't mess that one up. There, I know. <laughs> Most rookie of bartenders and. Rookie bartenders. Can you can you mess up a cranberry and vodka? I don't think you can. You I mean, if it's can. too much, you don't get upset, but because it's not a a well crafted drink, so you're not mad if you get more drink. Like if I ordered. Me and Alyssa have this talk. We were at a bar in Big Bear, a really mm-hmm. nice one. And I asked for it was like a basil pomegranate martini. Yeah. She, her friend, was the bartender, so he brings me this drink that tastes heavily like vodka. Like it, it <laughs> blocked out any taste of the basil, the pomegranate. I've had this drink many times there, so I was ups- not upset, but I asked Alyssa, you know, maybe somebody else can make this. This tastes so strong, and she was like, I can't believe you're complaining that he gave you more alcohol. So I was trying to explain to her this point in my life. We want stuff that quality over good. quantity. Yeah, I'm yeah. paying for a well crafted drink. I want to enjoy it like I would a piece of cake. Now, if I was going to the dive bar and just was looking to get drunk, then yeah, hook me up. But yeah. anyways, so when I was making <laughs> drinks in the bar, I asked Gabe what he or ate, what he wanted, and yeah, the no fuck up drink. The no fuck up. Yeah, you don't. Fine. It's okay I'm, I'm, if I'm it's just cranberry. Anything. It's also okay if it's just vodka. But Abe is a good drinker. We went drinking the other day, and this guy was killing it. It's like, damn. It's actually been a while since. Had a good eight-pack of beers. Is that something you're proud of? Only, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm very proud. Actually. Are you proud? Are you proud of your alcohol consumption? Dude, how does you he did handle a, it? You did a good job, man. Yeah. How do I handle it? You handle it how well. well. If Abe anything, good he drunk gets, to be around. There's somewhere you're just like, eh. oh, he, Abe gets super bubbly and like, hey man, what's up? Man? Yeah. You know, I'm a happy Kisses drunk too. Kisses on the cheek. I'm pretty. <laughs> I, I'm happy, but I. I also like the fact that I still have a lot of boundaries when I'm drunk. Like, those don't come down. Yeah. I'm still very aware, but fun. It's just, you know, like a looser thing. Yeah, yeah. Still, Some people, just their boundaries just are, and then they blame it on the alcohol kind of thing. So Yeah, but they know, like, alcohol is going to take them there, and they still do it. Yeah, no. Shame on them. People. So Abe's a, Abe's a good drunk. Nice Abe's a great drunk to be around. I'm a good drunk. I don't get crazy. I don't get too wild. Yeah. That's good. You know, I'm not I'm not out there like some people are. Yeah, no, you're just like, out there to have a good time and you know how to balance that. That's good. Some people don't. Yeah. I don't get aggressive. I don't try to get start fights. Like, Yeah. I mean, I can, but, I you know, can, but... no. That's that's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't see you ever getting upset. I've seen Abe get upset one time. It's not It's not good. You know, yeah. it takes me, it, it takes a lot for me to get there. I'm the same way. Pretty, pretty chill. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, not me. I don't think you're... You don't... I don't get upset, but I, I fester over it. 
I'll go okay, in the so corner. maybe it's something you yeah, internalize corner, personally, yeah, yeah. but you you're I, I don't like, say you're a hot headed person. No, no, you're I don't. Chill. I don't get like super heated right off the bat. You just let things really get to you. But then I'm like, I go, I step away. I'm like, how dare they say <laughs> that? How dare they say that to me? And then I'll think about it and I'll analyze it, and then I get stressed out and you know, no, I don't know. You need to let things go. <laughs> just let it go. Yeah, I've, I've never seen you as a really confrontational type of person. Do you understand that that's not doing anything to the person? It's just harboring it within yourself and causing yourself sickness? Oh, like, they've already got to you for whatever action that they did or didn't do, and now you're letting them double get you by what you're harboring because of what they didn't do. What an uh, ugly I cycle. Like, I know. It's an ego thing. It, yeah, that it's in which like, you can kind of... How dare they say that about me? You know, I'm but a the good ego comes. The ego comes in when you're not. You need to completely accept yourself and completely love yourself, and then those things can't come at you. Like you True. need to understand that 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 comes. It's not so much an ego as a, as an acceptance and as a self love thing. True. When you, when you love yourself that much, people can't come at you like that. It does. It. It may you can experience the emotion of being angry or sad, but then you let it go quickly because you understand where it comes from and that it's nothing quite personal i mean it can be you're also an aware person so if yeah. you know you've caused this on a person then that's when you can look at it and be like okay well let me take responsibility for this and that's when it gets to you when you know you've done something when you know you could have done better on your part yeah but i think that's when it's easy to kind of just be like all right it is what it is when you do whatever it is yeah i'm just a sensitive dude that's okay like really sensitive so that's okay. Yeah. That's not a, it's not a, it's not thing. a weakness, but it's annoying sometimes. Cause that everybody kind of comes to that conclusion. So like, what's the, what's the, just opposite? get over it, get over it. But if you it's didn't like, feel so to. deeply, what, what, what would be, the, so what's the, you know, what's the, the yin, the yang of that? It's not, what's the opposite of that? Not feeling, not being careless, being, being carefree. Like, yeah. Is that, is that a way you would, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think I have it in me. You know, who's like that? It's my younger brother is very carefree. Nothing, nothing bothers him. Yeah, that comes from a different place. So some people, you know. Yeah, I mean, nothing. Maybe it's because he does a lot of drugs. I'm not sure. But even when he was younger, yeah, nothing bothered that guy. Everything bothers me. And Chris is kind of in the middle. Well, maybe that's where his addiction came because he didn't know how to deal with it. He's, he's it was, admitted yeah. that before. He's yeah. like, that's probably why I do a lot of drugs. Cause I, yeah. can't, I can't handle he's it. He's emotional in his own right. You know, yeah. People deal with everything differently. I feel and so I hope crying, he's okay. Yeah. Crying and feeling is way better than taking drugs. So look at the bright side of that one. Yeah. I've been crying a lot this year. Yeah? Yeah. Because you're all over the place with... Well, I think everybody is. <laughs> COVID's got everybody feeling a certain way, I think. What about you? Has COVID got to you? Definitely not trying. I haven't been really doing much, man. Just been Nobody staying. Has. I don't feel like just, COVID just has. Stung, I have not let on. it control my life in that. Yeah. In that way. I've been. I traveled. Yeah, I still. Went Actually, my travels to have been really uh, enjoyable because <laughs> that sounds selfish, but there's not a lot of people no. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the perfect amount. Yeah. Of fighting people or especially in Tulum. It's so. I just came back from there, and it's it's a tourist spot. It's crazy and. I was thinking, how enjoyable was this? It was like VIP to everything. They sit you on the beach. You just enough people to enjoy it, like where you didn't feel isolated from the world, but yeah. not so much where you were just. It was kind of overtaking the experience. Like I, if anything, it enhanced the experience. Just yeah, being like chill with chill people that weren't obvious. You know, nobody's wearing masks. The workers were, but 
it was nice to get away for that for two weeks just to not have to deal with so how many places have you traveled this year this year have you gone anywhere what's that have you gone anywhere outside the country this year Tulum. Tulum. Did you just miss the whole conversation? No. No, but I thought. How many? But how oh, many but yeah, yeah. What did you just ask? I thought. So you did go somewhere. I went to Tulum for my birthday for two weeks. Oh, shit. Yeah, man, I, yeah, I just attention. came back. I yeah. wanted to know how many places yeah, she yeah, Right. Yeah, yeah. And then you asked if I went. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm following you now. Yeah, so. so you did go. Yes. How were you able to leave? Uh, you can go into things. Mexico. Oh. Yeah. Americans can go into Mexico. Um, went to Tulum. Joshua. I mean, things in the. In the states, and then uh, went too, to nothing too far out of the country, Tulum, and then went to visit Utah. Went to Bryce Canyon, Joshua Tree, did that kind of stuff, and then a lot of you know small trips. So, yeah, I just went to Northern California. That was it. I went to San oh, Francisco. Right. Who was out there? Friends. Was that fun? Someone. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I had a good time. I love San Francisco. I love visiting. No way would I ever live there. No. Just because it's insane. I was talking to some of the locals, and there's like, I don't know, seven or eight people in one house, and they're paying like a couple grand each. It's just ridiculous. Like just to live in the city. Yeah, that's hey, nice. Yeah, my sister, when my sister was out there, she did the exact same thing. She was living in a house with like eight different people, and she's only renting a room for over a thousand bucks. It was insane. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. So what's and so attractive room. about San Francisco that people... I don't know. I, it's it's cool. Like inside of the city's cool. I mean, I visit. I have visited I there, so I've seen it. I don't know what it is that wouldn't. Like, there's places in the world that I've been, Bali, for instance, that I could see where. Yeah. You're just okay. I'd, whatever it takes to be here. I mean, thankfully that place is super cheap to live. The <laughs> same with Tulum. It just has like that spirit to it, where you just feel it. So yeah. I can understand that. Like, I'm, like, what does San Francisco have? They have some. Good chowder. I, they got like the, the sea. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> the sea what else? Bomb. I guess it's just the fact that you're so close to the ocean like that. Well, the, I mean the coast, you know, but you still beauty. you're able to have the city within its little confined area because it's not that big. No, it's kind of all up, isn't it? Like kind of the yeah, it kind of and... like it starts from the shore and then it kind of just shoots up. Yeah, I remember it being real hilly. Yeah, very hilly. Very hilly. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess if you're like into art, it's kind of like at the LA scene. If you're like an artist or a musician or something, it's, it's kind of big be, gay community for sure. Big gay community, yeah. um, gay community there is super cool. Um, but I guess it's just something about being in the city. San People Francisco, like, it's iconic. Yeah, I love I it. I love all the touristy scenes too. Yeah. But when I was there, it was shut down. There was nobody the there. Yeah. Trolley. My Trolleys friend took cool. me around the whole city with like in. Less than an hour. I had a really cool coffee experience there. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, we went to the Golden Bridge, went over and came back like in a heartbeat. See, that's what I mean. Things like that because of COVID. You get to experience them a little bit differently and yeah. it's kind of... I was without like, all the cool. traffic. Yeah, without all no the traffic. traffic. No traffic. It's insane. Huh? Yeah, even Tulum, we, I mean, for the most part, did our own thing and we're our own tour guides. But even when we just, there were some cenotes that you couldn't go under unless you had a guide because they know these underwater caves and they need a flashlight. So... You know, uh, just going out there, you're not going to go in those by yourself. But mm-hmm. even hiring somebody, it was like just us two because, you know, they're happy at any point to get any tourists. So, yeah. yeah. Did you go anywhere, Abe? 
Honestly, no. Down to the mailbox and back home. <laughs> just yeah, just down to the mailbox, get my mail, and go back home. Do you are no. you usually without COVID? Are you a traveler? Or are you what are you? without without COVID? Yes, I am a traveler. Um, I love traveling, and a lot, I'm an outdoors person too. I'm always out, you know, hiking. And so you haven't done any? I'm sorry, I'm probably shouldn't be chopping ice, huh? <laughs> no. Chopping on ice. <laughs> so you haven't done any hikes around here since of COVID? I mean, you could still kind of do that stuff. Uh, just just like a lot of local hikes, but there's some. Hikes like down in, what is it, Fontana? Where's that? Where's that Heart, heart Rock Trail? Located? In Fontana? No, not Fontana. Where's uh, that Heart Rock Trail? It's in oh, Crestline. Oh, that Crestline. Heart Rock thing. Yeah, just some yeah. local trails. I went out there one day and cool. it was closed. Oh, it's closed. But I've been out there before. <laughs> How are you gonna close the outdoors when they want you to sit outdoors? It's, it's that, make any it's, sense? That was, I don't think right now it's that way at before is because they can't control the amount of people. I mean, on the trails. Oh, I see what you mean. But okay. now I think they reopened them and I don't, I think the really congested trails they've cut down or they've shut down, but the ones that never really kind of had that, like these San Bernardino ones, I think they're open again, but big hiking trails are like when we went to Zion, that angel's landing that everybody does with the, you know, you kind of have yeah, to chain chains. up it. Yeah, that's my reason for not doing it. I wouldn't have done it anyway. It's just no, crazy. That, no. Dude, if you get to the end, it's so you've done it. Sick. I've done it so many times. I have afraid. Of, I'm a fear. I have a fear of heights. It's worth it. Though. I don't have any. Fear. <laughs> I don't have a lot of fears. I don't harbor fears or allow that to control my life. But something about heights just and I think you know it's the fear of maybe that's what it is. Maybe I need to attack the fear of dying, which I think I have because I'm no longer afraid of dying. However, I don't want to die that way, and that's about, where like yeah. I'm cool with height. Like I've skydived. If I was to walk diving? on a bridge and I was harnessed to a bridge, that wouldn't put fear into me. It's I'm not having the security, I guess. Dang, so and so even from skydiving and everything, you still haven't gotten over the fear of heights. Yeah, you can't get Angel Angel's Landing over skydiving. You got something to hold on to. I can mentally talk myself through it. It wouldn't be paralyzing. I've done the Stairway to Heaven in Hawaii. Oh no! And there, we went the back way. Too? So in the back way. There's where there's ropes and, you know, three feet of what you're hiking on. And then the rest is just a drop. However, Damn. now looking at pictures of it, because a friend I was going with was taking pictures from behind. I'm like, fuck, like that shit's crazy. But that's because I looked down and it wasn't enjoyable. I wasn't like enjoying the scenery. I was mentally talking myself through it. Just calm yourself. You'll get through this. Just kind of. So I didn't expect. It was just, uh, it, you I know, see. and it was just a stretch of it because everywhere else it wasn't that way, but it did. And it was kind of rainy and slippery. It was a little sketchy. How long did it take you to do that hike? Because I was out in Hawaii one time and I wanted to do that, but I just never had a chance to. I didn't know where it was. Yeah, I got actually hooked up with somebody that does it all the time. But um, so you can go. It's illegal to go up the stairs to right. stairway to heaven, but right. there is a back trail that will get you to the top of the stairs. I mean, you can walk down them a little bit, but I'm actually really glad that we did it that way. Now looking at both of them, um, how long? I mean, I don't. I mean, we were out there all morning. It wasn't. It was a cool hike. It was beautiful. Nice. Yeah. How do we get it? So you have to. You have to jump some crazy fence or anything way? like that. To get to the, right this there. way. Yeah. Okay. Like it looks like Jack Johnson's tree is part of my hair. <laughs> yeah. For those people wondering, we're all sitting on the floor. Yeah. In my, my Zen room. Yeah, in their little oh. Zen room, you can see all the I'm sitting on pillows and it's decorations in the back. So that's my wall. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I like yeah. it. Let that shit go. Just gotta let, let that shit go. Let it go, man. Let, let it go. That shit go. Let it go. Oh, I was gonna tell you. Okay, I don't know if this is a podcast. What? 
This is a podcast subject. What is it? Well, we went on subjects we didn't want to talk about. COVID. And our next subject is politics. Oh, the relation to... No, we're not going on. <laughs> not politics. Too personal. And we didn't talk about this COVID. We just, it's part oh. of our reality. So we had a... No, let's not, definitely, let's talk about politics. Yeah, we're fucked either way, in my opinion. Okay. Well, anyway. And that's all we need to say about that. <laughs> that is... No, I I read that. Let that let that shit go, and then it just brought up something, and then you know my brain went there, and I thought, well, maybe that's not appropriate to talk about. Well, no, you talking about what, what is it? I was go for it. Going to tell you my shroom experience, but I don't know like how personal that is. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk on it. You want to talk on that? Yeah, everybody's. I think most majority of people have done it. Talk okay, about well maybe it. I should talk. Let me about? tell you the backstory of it. So the first time I ever. Tried. I mean, I've smoked weed enough time in my life. It's not a secret. Yeah. But I've never experienced any other. I mean, I think. Can I say this that you've introduced me? <laughs> no, you can't say I introduced you. Not introduced me. Go back. Not introduced, but you know what? I guess I've not introduced because obviously I've heard of drugs. It's not a, a thing. I, I guess. Don't know, I don't even like that stigma of that saying that. I guess. Remember that first time we went to Vegas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time I tried mushrooms, and I've always been kind of fearful towards those. Uh, not even mushrooms, or just any kind of drugs, I guess. Anything that really can pack right. a punch. But I always say, if there's anybody to do drugs with, with Russ, because he's like a little sh- <laughs> he's like, a, like a shaman. He just like walks you through it and just keeps you, know, you all calm and collective. And you actually make the experience what it's supposed to be now in yeah. reflection to what I've learned and kind of um, gathered from it. So I thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know so the what's first, w- what's weird before I don't mean cut you off. It's weird that I'm like extremely stressed out in life, but when I'm in that environment, it just seems like a little bit more controllable. Does that make sense? Oh, it does. Especially but- when somebody wants to experience, like I'm like just let me let me guide you through it. It's really weird. It's not because you're sharing your experience. Yeah. Just the way I am with when you get a little you know ruffled or your decisions. Yeah. I know what it's like to be on this level of calmness and how to deal with something. So it's easy for me to share my experience with you, let you know it's going to be okay. Like it's going to pass yeah. where I guess you, you can fight the drugs because of what you're afraid it's already going to do to you. Mm. Or like you explained, just ride it. Just ride it, sis. Just enjoy yeah. it. Like that's, I, that you honestly are the best person. Yes, let, that let that shit, shit go. go. Let that shit go. <laughs> like you are the best person to be well, thank on. You. A, I appreciate that. Yeah. So the first experience I had was, we we did that hippie flip or whatever yeah. in Vegas. Do you yeah. remember that night? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it was me, you, and Don. Where did we go? It was one of your birthdays. We went on to a night swim because yeah, yeah, that's we what we did for a couple swim, years in the. And I got in the pool. It was awesome. That was the best Vegas experience. <laughs> that was probably the best one I had. And so I think this probably like all ties in with my psychedelic experience. So when I had that experience with you, that I don't feel like I, you know, you hear people that have bad trips with mushrooms and what the experience they have with it so these are all stories that you gather and you're like okay shit what is my experience gonna right. be like and that's i guess where the little bit of the fear is like why would you want to take something that is going to make look like the mirrors coming at you or you know the i'm not a, i don't watch scary movies so why do i want to create one basically is why i probably never did it that just wasn't yeah, attracted to me to yeah, kind of want to stay. have that experience yeah there you go so right there. the we went to um that vegas time what this way yeah, stay right Sorry. there. Sorry. 
I'm balancing on three pills. So it's <laughs> you want exactly. to sit on the floor? No, no I'm cool. <laughs> I'm cool, but if I keep going back, yeah. it's because I'm like sliding off of them. Just I don't because have... the mic cuts off your face. That's what if I go this right way? There? Okay, that's cool. There you go. If you lean in like that, that's good. Lean on here. So your All right, face doesn't sorry. get cut off. <laughs> I'm just impressed that I'm even talking. I don't. I'm not a not a talker. You're a talker. I am a talker, but just when we are, you know, one on one. Sure. Um, one on one, even with all this one equipment yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, all this stuff. Here. Actually, you just kind of ignore it. But <laughs> anywho, <laughs> back to your story. Back to my shroom experience. Um, so where did I leave off? F. So that was my only experience I had with it was with you, and we called it the hippie flip, and. I don't know. It wasn't, it was a good, it was a good high. It was, and maybe because it was only like, I think I took half of a cap. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a lot. Now I know it wasn't a lot. Yeah. You, yeah. For people who never tried psychedelics or are afraid, you don't need a lot. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, you got to take an eighth. Hold on. Re- I'm going to tell you my story. Because I, when I, I think first it, that's did it, to the, yeah, you're you, also you, you like, take, you start low. Start really low. You start low, but if you have a high tolerance, like I'm not in, I don't easily get drunk. If you have a high tolerance for something, then obviously that's going to take a little bit more for you than in, in giving your weight and height and sure, the same, yeah. you know. So yeah, everything, everybody is different as far as how their body responds to it. So, well, when I'm telling, I'm going to tell you about my psychedelic experience. I took five whole caps and stems. <gasps> oh my god what happened did your face fall off did you pick it up and put it back on no so (laughs) it was just an interesting it was it was a needed experience it was sometimes it's very needed so that's my first experience with the shrooms was with you in vegas and with the hippie flip which i didn't really everything was just like oh things are brighter but sometimes you're like is that my brain just is it like a placebo where i'm just like you know or is it really is it the vodka I've been drinking? Is it the atmosphere? You don't really know, especially when you just question everything. But it wasn't so <laughs> apparent where you're just like, I'm tripping balls. It wasn't nothing like that. The first experience right. with you in Vegas. But that was a lovely experience. It's one of my best Vegas trips ever. Yeah. So Me that was the too. only time I tried it. So up until from how many years ago was that? Probably like two, three years ago. No, longer than that. Yeah. No, no, no it was probably three right. years ago. A couple, like three, three years ago. Yeah, it was about three years ago. Yeah. Where was I when you guys were... In Vegas, I think yeah, you were knee deep. Which in... we used to always go to Vegas. Yeah, we went that time last time we went to that last minute one, saw um, Port Robinson. That yeah, was fun. That was fun too. That was a lot of fun. That was yeah. a good night. Anywho, now we're getting all just off track here. <laughs> so you took five caps and five. So that was my experience. Three years later, five whole le- ones. Three three years later, a lot of growth, meaning new people, um, people out of my life, people that, new in my life. A really strong growth period for me I mm-hmm. that I recognize. It's the way I react, the way I think, the way I feel, what I'm curious about, what I'm questioning, just a whole lot of awakening going on, I guess, if some would term it. Um, with that, a lot of documentaries I watch um, on all things and everything and mm-hmm. more about life and our connection to it and how we feel the way we feel. You know the way I, I get about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so been watching, I'm strongly interested in mental health and just, you know, because it's all connected, our diet to what, you know, it leads to one thing. And so now I'm like at this point of just seeing all these mental illnesses. And so I start, what's the holistic approach to dealing with this? And because I always, I'm always, what's the holistic approach? I think Western culture is, it's not it's, the way. It's hurting. It's for not sure. the way, for sure. And we, all we got to do is step back and look at it and see it's not working. So question 
and yeah. let's try a different approach. We're all you getting know, sick. We're all getting cancer. We yeah. are all diseased. Our body is is crying for us to look another way. So the so I with this that is a diet thing and that's a whole other interest that I'm in. But I've been watching a lot of documentaries. Gaia, have you guys ever watched? This is our no. advertisement. Can I can I elaborate on that last part you just said? What We're like a lot of Western medicine when it comes to mental health. Even I've looked at it too because I have. I don't like to call it mental health issues. I'm not crazy or anything. But I struggle with that area, that's too. That's a stigma. That, that's why. We need yeah, to talk about mental health, and we need too, to take the labels away from it. Because people are like, oh, you're bipolar. Or you hear mental health, you think schizophrenic. You, you think somebody. Of, yeah. But even, I've even looked at therapy, and, and I think therapy has its role. But sometimes it also can be very damaging, in my opinion. Well, if you get, so can surgery. If you get yeah. the wrong doctor, it could be damaging. You have to be very careful who your hands you are. You have to, because I've, I've talked to, I've looked at it more and more lately because I've been in therapy. And my last therapist was great too, but we never really. Vibed? We vibed, but we never hammered down like real, 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 like deep, deep issues. And I think what's missing is the psychedelic I don't like to call it psychedelic, but that's exactly what it is. These psychedelic. medicines that right. really like make you, you they, have to face there was, it. I once watched a documentary yeah, and I, it basically describes stuff. that her like yeah. it's, it's ripping that from your soul. Like it's confronting mm. it. You have no choice but to confront it. And yeah. so this is where my experience with psychedelics that I had. Cause I, I've hit it. I've hit a lot of things from therapists like, no, nah, you know, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. But okay. if you bring psychedelics in, you're going to talk. You're, you're a talker. You're not, you're not even going to talk about it, but you're going to experience it. Yeah. You're going to experience it in a different it's, way. It's very interesting. Right. It's because I've experienced there's way too it many, where I'm you're like, a, oh boy. Well, this I, is, that was my experience <laughs> with, with, that I had with the shrooms. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of documentaries about psychedelics and the treatment of and what it is. It and, treats a lot of stuff. Right. Now. Um, more ayahuasca and what that has done for people, the experiences, the documentaries that show them go through it. it. It's just very intriguing to me. And the lives that are changed because of it. So, and it comes from our ancestors. It's coming from somewhere that, you know, because in the 60s it was, you know, the stigma was put on it and people but. What people just want to get high. But yeah. I don't know. I'm starting to think there's a lot to hippies and there's a there's a lot of love in, in that. Yeah, they were on the something. Yeah, for sure. You just you feel it. So anyways, um so myself, I don't feel you have a lot of we we know each other and we know our our stories and our journeys. You you come from a lot of trauma in your life. Yeah. Somebody like Heavy, yourself would trauma. yeah, a lot of trauma, a lot of childhood trauma, a lot of adult trauma. You've had to deal with a lot. Coming from the two people you that are you're supposed to trust the most, your parents. So what I don't think people understand the impact that has and where it drags into your adult life. I didn't have those traumas. I grew up with two parents that loved me. I my dad's my best friend now. I have no oh, daddy issues. My you know, I admire my mom. She was a nurturer. I'm a I feel like I nurture because of the way I had a perfect balance of love and female and feminine masculine with my parents. Yeah. I don't have any deep rooted trauma that I can, that I can pull from where I, where you are like, I, I could try this stuff because I know there's deep rooted stuff in me that needs to be dealt with where I don't have these types of things that I feel like I need to deal with. Yeah. Now, do I just kind of 
shove it in the rug and let my chill just, eh, you know, everything find its way. I don't feel that. Um, yeah. So my, when I did the, the shrooms, I don't have, so with the documentaries, let me get back. I'm sorry, my mind's going everywhere with this psychedelics. You're talking so, about Gia is the one? Is it Gia? Uh, Gaia. Gaia. Yeah, this is our, <laughs> this is our advertisement. G-A-I-A. G-A-I-A. So it's basically a network Gaia. that is like Netflix, but it's all with um, topics that, I don't even know how you would describe Gaia. Um, have you seen it? Have I shared it with you? I think I, I, I mean know there's what different tub. You can on search. You can put Ayurveda, and then it pulls up everything holistic, natural, health wise. Yeah. You can put in yoga. It gives you the history. There's all these documentaries, so it's all the connection um, to us in different documentaries. Different. It's very. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's the best nine bucks I spend a month to have access to it. Okay, cool. So I cool. watch a lot of psychedelic uh, <laughs> uh, documentaries and learn about it and all this sort of thing. Mm. So, you and I, I, re- I recently, well, not recently, I say recently, it's not recent, it doesn't feel recent either, uh, with Mike, I, we, we broke up, our, our eight-year, seven, eight-year relationship ended, mm-hmm. um, what, two years ago, I don't even know at this point, two years ago, anyways, yeah. and people ask, like, do you have, you need closure, and I don't feel like I ever needed closure, because I think every breakup, every time you guys t- decide to disconnect in whatever that way is, that leads up to your your closure. Like, do you need any more to be said at that point? Like, it's been said throughout the years, throughout the confrontations, throughout the disconnect, that when it gets to that point, you what what more can be said? You just disconnect and you you go on with your lives and you understand and you take the beauty of what it was and the experience and you learn from it and you let it be what it was. Mike is the only person I can ever say that I loved love. Like I genuinely loved this person this man if you took everything away from him the love would still be there there was no influences towards it there was no mm-hmm. um there was no motive there was no none of that simply that i loved this man so we broke up and i felt like i didn't need closure the last breakup was cool like you went your way it almost felt like a release. it was good i learned new things about me there was um it was good. I, I and it's been great. I'm not saying it was and it like it's not. It's been a it's been a great experience and what I've learned from it all. However, do you ever, do you feel a connection to people? Like um all the time. Like right. So say Even like for not a hot e- second. Okay, no, like a deep connection. So we have a connection, right? This yeah. con- we have a connection as as brother and sister as respect. Like we were friends, but it, it's we are that thing that it does blood doesn't make you family. Like you are my family. Yeah. And that is because of a connection that we had from the very beginning. And maybe you can't explain the connection. Sometimes you can't explain it. Some people see it, some don't kind of thing. Yeah. What people see you as, maybe it's not what I see you as. And so right. from the first time we met, I've just always seen this gentle soul with you. And I've recognized that. And so I get I, that a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, so I connected myself with that because that's, so <laughs> that's what I do connect myself with. It's, it's something genuine. Now, some people may not see that. I don't know. But that's what I saw. Anyways. So I'm just tapping on. Do you feel like there's you're connected to somebody? Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I would do anything for this guy. Yeah. See, it's a connection, and it and it doesn't have to be a romantic connection. It can be any kind of (laughs) connection. It can be any kind of connection. You just have this connection with somebody. Yeah. And that can change throughout your life. And so, I felt like I, 
emotionally or I let, I let go of Mike. I let go of that relationship and I was okay with, I wasn't harboring anything. I was, I didn't want him back. I didn't want anything ill to happen. I just, but I still felt the connection. Like it was, I didn't like it. I didn't like that. I still felt him in sense. Like I could still feel his presence. And so I, not that I didn't like it, but it bothered me where I was like, God, I don't want to feel like this my whole life. Is this what people talk about? Like you'll always love the person you're with or that you're true love or you'll always carry that around. Yeah. And I don't know if I was okay with that. Like I didn't want to feel that way because I no longer had respect for this man. So I didn't want to feel that. I didn't want to have any connection. I didn't want to have, I wanted it just to be a memory that was going to be fading in the distance. But you wanted to let that shit go. I wanted to let that shit go. But I yeah. felt that I had let it go, but I could still feel the connection. No, that I was the part that I didn't really like. It's like that one, like your first love or something that you just can't get over. But it was, like, a, it's, you know what I mean? it's no, like, but it was ooh. like, that's the thing is I was not over it. I didn't want that over. relationship. I didn't want, I didn't want it I guess anymore. I said that wrong. Yeah. But like it was, I know a, what you mean. I know it what you was, mean. it was a past the getting over. You're done with it. You don't want that relationship. There was nothing attractive that you would go back to that with. Right. You, it's kind of like you finally feel what it's like to feel what clean air feels like when you've been smelling smoggy air so long. Like you don't yeah. even recognize it until you're in the clean air. It's a horrible analogy, but that's what it felt like. So I didn't want that relationship. I wasn't jealous of anything. I didn't I didn't want it. But I did not want to still feel the connection that I still felt. Right. And that was I don't know how to explain that unless maybe you experience what that feels like to not have somebody but still feel connected to them. And maybe this is the way people that they die, they never let that go because they want to hold on to that connection. They want to feel their presence all the time. Where I still felt that presence and I didn't want to feel it. Gotcha. So so I unintentionally, I mean, this is something I feel, but I'm just like carrying it around thinking, well, this is just the way you're going to feel. So my psychedelic experience, two years after our breakup and a year after, or two, three years after my first experience with it, I, uh, the guy that I'm seeing, he lives in Canada. Uh-huh. We met in Thailand. He lives in Canada. And right now I can't go over to Canada to visit him because the borders are closed. So, but he can come into the U.S. to visit. Oh, lucky yeah. Canadians. <laughs> Canadians don't want us dirty Americans, but, <laughs> but they can come eh? over here. So come over here. Yeah, that's very true. Though. They say for everything, and they are the nicest people. They are that, so nice, and they say sorry for everything. Sorry, that, sorry. sorry. Yeah, for everything. Oh, his accent's not that. It's just certain. You getting, getting beers in? Certain. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Aren't they in the front fridge? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not, can I continue with my story? You sure can. You can listen to on the, the on podcast. Repeat. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so the guy I'm seeing lives in Canada and he came to visit me. And so, I mean, have, have you been to Vancouver? No, it's on my, it's on your wish list. It's on my wish list. Beautiful. It's I absolutely, it's, awesome. it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful place. So, you know, of course having him come out here, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, Victorville. Like, hey, yeah. Victorville, hot desert. You want to yeah. see meth labs? <laughs> <laughs> so I was in my planning of getting him out of the high desert. Um, he, he doesn't see desert. And what? so let me take him to a beautiful desert. So I planned sure, a, yeah, a trip a good to, desert out yeah, there. Yeah, I went out to Joshua Tree. Have you ever been? Yeah, oh yeah, lots of times as a kid. At Joshua Tree. Have lot. you as an adult where you can appreciate the... Not as an adult. That's really? a good question. Not as an adult. Not yet. You yeah. know, I think it's just because I've been to it even as a kid. It was fun, but I lived in the desert my whole life. I'm like, eh, yeah, I don't want to go. Sunsets are beautiful. Further in the Rock desert. Rock formations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's beautiful in its own way. So I got like a little 
the yurts or urts? Is it white silent in those? those uh, like glamping tents. A teepee? No, they had teepees, <laughs> but it was a tent, like a glamorous tent, basically. All right. There was a bed in this tent. I wouldn't exactly call it camping, but it wasn't exactly a five-star hotel either. Slept under the stars and... Anyways, cool. it was beautiful. So I knew the experience as to what we were under the stars and Joshua Tree in the middle of summer. So I um, asked if we can get some shrooms. So got a whole bag of them. And, Good for you. And I, so I was instructed, there's five for you and five for him. Now, mind you, we both watch guys together. We both, both, sorry, are um, very interested in psychedelics and what they do. So our intentions are not to go in there to get a high we are kind of like what is this going to do with our psyche where is what's it going to pull from like we're let's do this in a setting where we're in nature and we can really connect and this was our intention going into it yeah for me i was like i just want to i'm more curious as to what it will do with my brain like i don't feel like i have these deep-rooted issues you know issues i don't feel like i have anything anything that i do that comes my way i feel like i kind of just deal with it and it not real dramatic with my experiences. I take them for what they were are worth and then I allow them to continue. So yeah. I don't feel like I harbor anything or I don't make anything dramatic or of that sort. So for me, it was more of an entertainment thing. Like, let's take shrooms and goes. look. Like, I wanted to see what the stars and the clouds yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I think I have it recorded. Like, we were silly recording it on our phone. Like, as we're taking them, okay, what do you think? Like, <laughs> like what's your intention in this tent? And it was a lot of fun. So we both took the five, and then un- right in front of our yurt, they had two um, what, hammocks set up. So we just sat there, and and we were just looking up the stars, waiting for this shit to hit us, I guess, you know? And so an hour into it, I was like, you feel anything? Because this is what I was instructed, about an yeah. hour. Now, mind you, we took five complete stems and caps each. Man. Yeah. But somebody, ah! yeah, it was like, you're not. And so I was like, yeah, when I did it with Russ, I didn't really feel anything, because I was obviously not taking enough, so... This is how you get the full effect of it. So, and I'm like, well, what can happen? We're in the middle of the desert. It's not like kind of thing. So I felt like I was in a safe place and took all five of them. We're sitting under on the hammock, just kind of waiting for it to kick in. And both of us are looking at the clouds and everything did become a little bit more um, intense. Like the clouds, you can make out the lines of the stars were just a little bit brighter. Everything seemed a little bit more dimensional. You feel everything kind of just had Yeah, a, but it was a very light. Like a moving kind of Yeah, but it wasn't vibe. a trippy. It, it wasn't scary. It was kind of more you had to really focus on it to experience it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't what we were expecting. And what's crazy is we kept seeing the same things. Like, I was like, oh, you see? He's like, yeah, I see that. So I was like, all right, well, this is, this is kind of yeah. anticlimactic. Like, it didn't feel... What like we we've set ourselves up for, I guess. Like we thought we were gonna have this enlightenment kind of experience. So uh-huh. I was just kinda like, all right. So after like two hours, the same thing. Nothing's like, oh my god, this isn't really gonna kick in for us. And then of course I'm thinking, well, we did eat a lot of snacks as our body absorbed. You know, we start thinking that way. So Just uh, wait. Just wait. Yeah. So then <laughs> I have a joint and I'm like, wanna just smoke? And he's like, Yeah, let's just smoke. So we sit on the end of the tent or like smoking. Damn man. Oh boy. <laughs> you're on the story no thank you <laughs> and so we're in nature you know thank you sir and uh so now we're sitting on the ledge this is a really personal story and i'm just i hope you have like five listeners <laughs> <laughs> i have 24 this is the most <laughs> this is the most i've ever known about you Leilani. so the year when, when did it kick in like this when is it the, really kicked in what did you feel so really? we're sitting on a year 
and the, there's a ledge, and so the tent is behind here, sitting on a platform, and we're just sitting there. Mm. What was kind of, so now we're high, and a little bit of the psychedelics are, I guess, kicking in because I was looking straight ahead, and we're in the desert scene. But the dirt looked like water, and then the yucca tree, the Joshua tree came up, and the took a drink. The commune bathroom that was in front of us was like this shed, and it was like on one side it was a bathroom, and one side it was this kitchen that shared between the three other yurts that are on the property and the two teepees. But so now it's pitch dark, the lights are out, and all I could you're basically seeing a silhouette. So with the tree and this. this wood bathroom slash kitchen uh-huh. and then the just the silhouette of the, the dirt. of the dirt it looked like i was in the bayou like if leroy brown walked out on that little thing with the banjo i was like yeah that's like that's this it, huh? and it wasn't like i turned away and looked and it was gone this is what i saw the whole time i'm looking there's so much where i was like put some dave matthews on and he's in I'm Canadian, so usually, you know, Dave we don't have Matthews. it. I was like, put some, he's like, who? And I'm on put who? Down at the Bayou <laughs> no by one Dave, Matthews. Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah, so we put Down at the Bayou by Dave Matthews. And I was like, do you see it? And he's like, yeah, I see it. And I was like, so we're just like vibing to being in the Bayou, basically. Uh-huh. And that's crazy because that is one of the places I love, New Orleans. Like, I love that New Orleans vibe, the brass, the Zydeco music. Like, like that touches me. So I was like, that's yeah. weird that I went there. So I'm thinking, well, maybe that's the shrooms. Like, I, no matter what, this desert is the bayou, and that's where I'm at. So I'm there, right? And so now it's, like, quiet. And we're just letting, and we're, like, enjoying the bayou, like this. And so then he's, like, rubbing my back like this, and I feel, like, I don't feel him. Like, mind you, I have, I, I feel Mike, 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 my ex, right? Wow. Two years later, guys, like, I'm, so I'm, like, what the fuck? Like, it was weird, like, and he wasn't talking, so it's, like, his voice wasn't, making me feel anything else he it felt like him and I can relate that to the experience I had with you in Vegas because Mike's not an attentive person he was never the protector like make sure you're okay kind of person thing you know he never had that going on about him Mm -hmm. but that night we were on drugs in the pool party (laughs) that was the night he was the most attentive and I think because we were on drugs and we're sitting there and just the way he was Mike rubbed my back a lot and I like went back to that it was wild and I was just like but I did not like it because I'm like, I'm here and his name's Michael as well. So I'm here and he's like touching me. He's just like, we're just enjoying it. He's just like rubbing my back like somebody you would date. And I'm just like, oh God, like, why does that feel? And I would look at him every now and then just to get that feeling of it being Michael way. Uh-huh. But it, it wasn't. And so I'm just like, so then I close my eyes and I put my hand in my head like this. Yeah. And I just uncontrollably start crying like like tears are running down my face and we're even I don't understand where the fuck this is coming from and I'm like okay you're shrooming hard now but why are you crying and I'm just like and I don't want him to know I'm crying because he's gonna be like what the fuck you know like one of those I've heard of these stories before where people just start we're having it yeah so a bad trip you're having a bad trip but (laughs) what the thing is that is that I'm in the moment it wasn't a scary thing that's now making me cry I'm just like my eyes are closed and I'm like uncontrollably like sobbing and crying and then all of a sudden, vivid as if, if it was in front of me, I see this black vortex and it's going like this, like this. And my eyes are closed and I just see this vortex. And I'm like going, go away, go away. And all I see is this vortex like being ripped from my body and it was gone. And then like I woke up and I like, he started talking. Mike, that feeling wasn't there anymore. Like I was like, oh, this is Michael. Like Mike feeling was gone. 
And Whoa. from that day on, I have not felt that connection with Mike ever again. Like I even, you know, sometimes when you wake up from a dream and it's, you want to remember the dream, I've like purposely and meaningful tried to remember Mike and I can't anymore. Like it's gone. Like the connection has been completely separated and I no longer feel that. I don't have love. I don't have hate. I don't have any kind mm. of feeling. Like it's like if I, a stranger in the hallway, that's exactly what it is. There's no connection there. And I shared this story with him and he explained, you know, like, like a vortex is energy. And maybe that was all the energy you put into that relationship and what you thought it was. And you were able to release that. Like it's no longer. And honestly, I, Russ, it's been the trippiest shit. Like I have not, Dang. like that was my experience with it. And I was like, I could see this. Like I went in, I didn't go into taking these shrooms with, okay, this is going to do this. These are my intentions. I took them just as a, like, oh, we're in nature. Let's see what happens kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But what I came out of that experience with was like, I can completely see where this is healing for people and where you don't even intentionally go in there. I mean, they say to go in there with intentions and to have, you know, this kind of setting and with the shaman and, you know, to do all, yeah, or to work set, completely. Setting is very important. Very important. And super, so, super uh, important. So that was my experience. Isn't that pretty trippy? That's that's pretty wild. I think that it sounds yeah. pretty intense. You know, it's crazy. It does. What's more intense is that I don't feel like it's gone. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a healing process for me. Like it, and I didn't understand the vortex thing until it was explained to me. Like that's that's a, and it was black. It was like almost like a negative energy that I just uh -huh. harbored that it wouldn't. And it like, and I vividly saw it. Like my, I am crawling in in front of me. It's just like, and then like like the way it would be ripped out of somebody's body. It was intense and it was crazy. And then after that, like I woke up and then I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I think I'm just like really having a bad trip. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'll tell you later. And I literally didn't tell him the story for like three months. It, just because it was, I had to make sure that it wasn't just the drugs. You were just feeling this way because sure. you were this, this, and this. Like I needed to know if it was gone. I need that this was a true experience and that it healed me in this way. Obviously I was harboring something I didn't think I was. Uh -huh. You know, just because you move on, you think you do and you push shit under the rug or you don't correctly deal with it it always kind of lingers and surfaces itself until you, and some people don't recognize it, so they act on these emotions, and but they come, they stem from somewhere. So sure, I felt like, oh, I'm good. You know, obviously I'm dating somebody else, not a big deal, but I was still harboring something, obviously. Right. And I, I recognized the connection I was still having. I wanted it to be gone. And so I could see where even more so, it's kind of like one of those things you have to kind of experience. Have you ever been hypnotized before? No, I don't, I'm not really into Well, I mean, I'm just saying I would have never believed in hypnosis unless it happened to me. It happened to me. I got gotcha. hypnotized and I was like, oh, shit. You know, you go to like the fairs and you see them do it on stage and you're like, right. oh, that's completely staged. And how does that work? And that shit's real. Like I was in Vegas and got hypnotized <laughs> and that, it was a crazy. Ex it was another experience. That was fun. But it was just an example as you kind of have to experience something or it's just a story. Yeah. So. With that, you have to be willing to let your mind go there too. If right. you go in there and you're like, no, nah, no, nah, you're going to fight it, then it that's where you get your bad trips. But yeah. if you let your mind go there. But I think eventually you, if people that use like mushrooms, there you are eventually going to have a bad trip. You can't oh, yeah. continue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, they can't all be good. I've had some really yeah. bad ones where I'm like, oh, just end already. You know, not that they were scary. Are they, were they just confrontational that made them not? Yeah, it was very like. Isn't that the purpose? It wasn't like fun. It was like you were bad. I was battling like, no, like, fuck you. This is, this needs to be fun. And it wasn't. I'm like, why is this not fun? 
but they're not always going to be the best experience. But even when those bad experiences, there's something coming out of it. There's like, right, okay, you like, always learn. You all always... right, sums up. Like, why I'm not able to relax. So next time I need to focus a little bit more and be tentative of my thoughts where it needs to go instead of like fighting it. And that's why, like, you need to be in a good place. Environment's important. Um, and who you, you're with. Who you're, who you're with. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sure. makes a big deal. You're like my little modern-day shaman. You're like <laughs> you my EDM shaman. <laughs> I, I, I went through a lot of stuff. And I, I did a lot of research, and everybody kind of, like, poked fun at it. But a lot of these, like, things, like, even MDMA, LSD, um, psilocybin, are curing like PTSD, people with depression are no longer depressed. Right. But it's, we need to release that stigma that's it's attached fucking insane. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It really I, is. I, I feel so but, too. And it's also big pharma. You know, you can't prescribe psych meds if we have a more holistical approach towards it. Right. That's the same thing with diabetes, with, you know, everything that's grown. We can, I mean, now I'm going to start sounding like a hippie, but I'm just <laughs> that's my belief and that's where I stand with we can heal our bodies with everything that is given to us food-wise, herb-wise. We don't need these medicines actually doing the opposite. You're you're masking one problem and now creating another one. And being in the medical field, it's so hard. That's all you see it's is so just It's so hard to masks. see at this point. Right. It's I don't even all want to time. call it medical field anymore. It's a sick care. You're in sick care. You're there to take care of sick people. Nobody uh, – and it's – And there's some sick people who were – and I'm not here to downgrade big farming either because there are some medicines that really do help people. But in general, like, like what? Like, Tell me, it, Russ, what, like, what medications help? Well, people with high blood pressure. No, see, that's all help. diet controlled. I disagree with yeah. that. Well, yeah, that's if you want know, if you want to continue to mask the problem. Sure, give them a pill. People are lazy; they don't want to do the sure, work. But maybe that was a wrong example. But yes, there, example. there, there are diabetics that do need insulin. That, that well, is like a maybe type one. I haven't really. You can't get away from. I that. haven't dug too much into that. I don't know. I mean, if you're born that way, obviously something yeah. is. Well, I worked with a guy. He had to have it because he. Yeah, the pump. He was. He even told me he was driving one day, and then he blacked out and woke up. He was in handcuffs. They took him to jail because he thought he was drunk, and he wasn't producing insulin. So yes. he went into diabetic coma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he that kind of medicine does really help people. Right. That you can't change. That's that's. You know, there is the other one where you can't buy diet. I don't know, type 1, type 2. I get it mixed up. Type 2, I think one's juvenile, yeah. Yeah. Um, cancer medications, uh, you know, I think, I think there's be, better I think preventative. alternatives. I think we need to start with that, preventing it. And I that think, goes by diet, Western culture, what we're conditioned yeah. to. It's making everybody sick. I think high doses of CBD would really help cancer patients. Like high, high I'm talking crazy high. Yeah, I think it's a diet more so than... And then, you know... So it's not all bad, but I agree with you. The majority of it is just garbage. I mean, one pill to counteract the other pill to counteract the other pill. Uh, you start to just turn just into a pharmacy not yourself. Yeah, we're not connected. We lost it, connection to ourselves. Yeah, and it can be very, very dangerous because my therapist and psychology and all that. They want to get me on like bipolar meds and like let's Don't really ever. let's get you figured out. I'm like mm, no, yes, no. I'd rather go, you know. Let's let's tackle issues. Yeah, let's let's, let's take meditate. some let's, yeah. <laughs> and see what. Let me try to really connect to myself on. and yeah, yeah. And I'm proud of you for that. I'm glad yeah. a lot of people don't do that. They they will, they allow them attach. No, they allow it's them hard. attach. Everything easy. I mean, it's everything takes a little bit of work. Sometimes I want to just take that pill, and just like fuck. Yeah, I'm but tired the way. Of like being so then it numbs head, you like, out and ah, takes away ah, your personality, ah, takes away exactly. who you are. 
Yeah. And then maybe jacks up your liver in the process. Like we're, and your what? kidneys and all yeah. kinds of shit. Well, who's that yeah. for? So society accepts you? So yeah. they, you know, if you're numb and according to our code or human code, then you're you're good. That's yeah. just wrong. So you're not taking anything right now? Any type of medications? Vitamin D. Because in Utah, the sun's just... There's no sunshine there's no in Utah. Sunshine in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's nothing. Ain't no sunshine. <laughs> How about you, Abe? Have yeah. you experienced any of that? Or do you want to talk about that? I don't want to yeah, have put you, you had a psychedelic experience? What is your thought no, on drugs? Uh, yeah, or do you listen okay. to us and you're like, them fucking hippies? Look at these hippies. You know, honestly, I don't have very much experience with any type of psychological, you know, psychedelic drugs. I think would the you, I, I, do they interest yeah. you? Like, do is it something you're like? Hmm. I, I've thought about it so many times. I've had a lot of friends that have positive experiences with these psychedelic drugs, but I've just I don't know. I've never gotten myself to get I'm into curious. it yet. Is yeah. it out of you know? fear, or you just not? It doesn't really interest you. I don't know. It's 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 a slew of things, um, but. I just never had any interest in it. Just, just yeah. you know, just growing up. You know, I have not, a lot of friends that. Everybody. I you think know, when you understand there's another consciousness in another realm, you are curious to dive into that. When you but, understand you're living at this level, and you know that there's something that you can get from the earth that will kind of, it's like meditation or it's like marijuana. It kind of takes you into a different headspace. Now, it's not good for everybody. Some drugs do. Yeah, something different yeah, to everybody. Real I mean, sideways with you. Yeah, you can give a already paranoid person a hit of a joint, and then they're super paranoid, and they you get that often. Like, oh no, it makes me paranoid. Where you can get a chill person, give me, then they're just like More potatoes chill. on the. Yeah, that's what <laughs> happens to me. I'm just I'm super chill all the time, and then I smoke, and I'm just like, well, okay, let's see what we can eat and not do anything. Like it sucks the motivation out of me. Yeah. So you have to be really careful with everything that you choose to use and what your intentions and why you're going, you know, when before I smoke, it's not a habitual thing. It's a kind of the way people drink a glass of wine. They know it's going to kind of relax them. They want to chill by the TV, watch something. Some people, they don't recognize they're masking it and they just need to wake up every day and be high every day because it brings them down to a level because they're not dealing with something. They can't enjoy it for what it's worth where I'm not trying to mask anything. It's more of a, an enjoyment thing. I'm going to have one hit instead of one glass of wine then I'm going to sit and watch TV and I'm going to let my mind do some creative stuff because that's what it does for me. Yeah. And I like that space. The counter of that is that I would be 500 pounds and a lazy fuck on the couch. Like uh-huh. I have a lot of energy. I'm always doing something. That is the one thing that if I smoke, you have to be okay with not being productive and <laughs> and eating everything that's pretty much in front of uh-huh. you. Like, and yeah. you, will, you have zero thing in there saying stop eating. So that's why it's like very far and few because I don't like the counter of that. I enjoy – so now it's like where do you use it? Well, maybe before yoga because it allows you to go deeper into meditation. It helps you to kind of connect on a different level. I wish I could do that without it. I mean that would be tight. Like people that meditate, you hear about like – Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Go to yeah, so – but it feeling. is it, – it quiets a little bit. It makes you – it takes you to a different consciousness I think. So yeah. I think – um how do we get on that subject? What we're we talking about? Oh, just- we're talking about Abe. Hey, hey, so, do, would you Someone. ever, if there was one you would, would want to try, if ever, do you have something in mind that always kind of stuck out a little bit more? Um, definitely. If there was something that I 
would try, it would definitely be shrooms. Well, shrooms I'm glad you said sure. that. I have about a bucket. Stand up. He's all, uh, just kidding. <laughs> this is go. over. No, but I, I've never, I've, I've never just had interest in doing any type of hard drugs. Um, I, do you I, think, I think that's hard? Just, See, for me, anything from the earth is not hard. I think anything created in the lab. Heroin's from the earth. You think it's hard? Is it? Yeah. It's cr- it's not straight, for, but but what do they mix it with? What are the chemicals that create that? It's not. So, you know, the poppy workers. Explain to me. I don't know about heroin. Yeah. So, heroin is, you know, poppy seeds? Yeah. That's the poppy is grown in like tropical, like Thailand and mm-hmm. over very, very like humid areas. And it's a, it's a legit plant. So, like, there's a lot of issues with um, heroin. So, it's not the poppy flower we're thinking of, like our state flower. Not, no, not no. The poppy. This is a very unique kind of plant. You find it in Southeast and, and Asia. They like, have to trim it a certain way. And what comes off of it is that kind of tar when they trim it. Okay. And they'll even give it to the workers as an incentive to do it. So, they just stay high and keep working. Is it an upper? or Heroin's a huge downer. Okay. So, yeah. That's where heroin comes from. I... This is I'm spitballing here, but it does come from a legit plant. Well, yeah. So does cocaine, or what? I mean, right. but that's and what I'm saying. So what? Too. But what have we added to it? So our our How vegetables are from it. the ground, and right. then we fuck it up by everything that we add to yeah, it. And it's yeah. no longer good for us. So yeah, maybe the poppy plant alone, it's what it, has been added to it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm real, not. I'm not yeah. savvy on it, but it, it's a legit plant, like the cocoa leaf plant, the cocaine plant. I guess I'm talking more like it's a mushroom. It's a, a weed off. It's a sure, plant, yeah, right? Yeah. We're not adding anything to it. We're not creating it in a lab. We're not setting off the chemicals or the biology of it by what we yeah. burn or you know any of that. It's you grow it, you eat yeah. it, just like you would a strawberry or something of that sort. So. Yeah. When you say hard drugs, I'm thinking like I'm thinking heroin, cocaine, meth, that kind of shit. Like yeah, those kind of like that. I'm like no, yeah, don't even. Yeah, don't. And, not even no. a thought process. I, you know, you see what that does. You see what that firsthand does to lives and yeah, how destroying that is. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You don't ever. I don't know. You never really hear of. Like yeah, I lost my brother to marijuana. Like you just don't. Yeah, my brother <laughs> you just, just smoked so much weed, man. Yeah, if anything, you're like fuck. You're yeah, really we, we got along anybody. our whole life because he was like chill. Like it's, I just yeah. don't see the evil in it. I guess, and so um, it's true. Yeah, some drugs. So when we say hard drugs. A, we're not talking about that. None of either of us would try that. As yeah, you know, no, we're not, we're not about that. that. But as far as like you know, marijuana, you know, shrooms, you know, I would definitely. What else is there? That's probably about it, right? I mean, until you start getting into like psychedelics, like ayahuasca and. Ayahuasca would be the what, next one up. Peyote or, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of. Yeah. But those, I think, that's even on a higher level of psychedelics. Like, you don't. They have actual. Um, in Peru, that's kind of on a bucket list. I'm going to go out there and try that. You think you ever do it, Abe? Anytime what? soon? Anytime soon? Why? You don't have to, like, commit to an answer why, right now. No, I'm, I'm just like, saying. why? <laughs> Are you curious more now with our experience and oh, talking I've, about I've, it? Or? No, definitely. I've, I've always been curious about it. Always been curious about these, you know, any type of psychedelic drug. But if, have I gotten myself to get into it? No, I don't know what it is. You know, I just don't have, like, an like urgent things, interest. Right. But trust me, I, I have a lot of people that I'm around that, have experienced those type of things, you know, they experienced positives and the negatives out of it. Right. More so positive. And I don't know. I just haven't had an urge to be like, oh, 
you know, give me a bag of shrooms right now. I'll I'll do it. Let me yeah, get on this yeah. trip. You know. Yeah, I feel like everything like the, of that sort. They I, they come to you when when you're the, ready. When you're ready, like things are presented to you in your life, just like people, just like experiences. Everything. Is, if you're not ready to accept that, if you're not really ready to, you know, just like me, right, you don't want to be forced into taking right. something. Yeah, like my on, experience. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like my experience with it was more curious because of what I've been watching and just kind of getting. And it, it was an experience that I wanted to that have, not just more of a curiosity thing. Like I knew uh, it wasn't, I wasn't going to OD over shrooms or, or you know. I've always just, been curious. Uh, have you seen that? Um, there's a show on Vice. I don't know if you guys watch Vice, but um, there's a show on there where this guy just goes and he does, he analyzes the whole chemical balance of all these types of drugs and he does them. Psychedelics or like all Psychedelics. Drugs? Okay. Psychedelics. Wow. Like he, Do you know what it's called? Do you remember? Oh, like man, the DMT, I, I, he like... Yeah, DMT would be oh, so man. I, I got to look it up for you guys. There are a lot of good but things it's, about it's, it. It's a good show. See yeah. that watching those type of shows makes you really curious. Well, that's and then it's what like, it, hey, yeah, you know no. this, this. But that's what it's saying. Now you're it's being brought to your awareness for a reason. So right, right. I mean, whatever that reason is, I believe in that. But and that's where mine came from. Just you start questioning everything. I think that's a that's a good lesson for people to just question everything if it's not making sense to you in your life. If you're not vibing with it, like you question it if yeah. or observe, observe, you know, that, okay, well, don't take it for what it's worth. Well, everybody's dying of cancer and these are my chances. And why is that okay? It, why wasn't it that way? Or why isn't it this way in different countries? And you, so you start questioning and you start yeah. digging in a little bit deeper and into why. And then you dismiss things that don't make sense or are like full of shit to you or you listen and you accept what seems to be true. I don't know if the, you know, the truth is kind of always there. Sweat what how you choose to see it yeah i think i'm kind of on board with that like a lot of the western medicine even when i went to like i had that mental breakdown out in utah by the way we're not high right now no no i feel like we should just close it they're probably like he's high (laughs) motherfuckers like (laughs) they smoked a big bowl we did just to elaborate it on (laughs) just a little coconut drink just a little just a little like i've been going to the I have a really bad issue with going to the doctor a lot because when I was a kid, I always had. I yeah, you're traumatized by it. I was traumatized. Yeah. So even when I ended up in the hospital, I knew nothing was wrong. I knew it. Like and when you were had the. When I had that, just that. The one in Utah or the one when you were here? Uh, the one I was in Utah. Oh, okay. And I had that huge just mental breakdown. I was done over life. And the lady walked in. She's like, what's going on? And I even told her, I was like, nothing. Nothing's wrong with me. She's like, you want to elaborate? I was like, you know, I'm just stressed out. I'm tired. I'm tired of, like, putting life. up with bullshit in life. And, like, none of it makes sense. Like, what are we doing? Like, why am I, why do I go to work? Why do we clock in? Why do we have, why do I only get days off from somebody else telling me I get these days off? Like, because that's what you created, but right. maybe it's a perspective. Maybe you need to change your perspective instead of the why me, why be, you know what, I'm grateful I have this job because right. in the moment of COVID, there's a lot of people that are suffering, that are losing their homes. Or It's a matter of perspective. If you change your perspective to things, it's not so uh, on the soul. You won't feel that way. I don't yeah. know the word for that, but you need to change. And I tried to explain this to you. I know. And, it ha- and I don't like to listen. No, you <laughs> you need to change your perspective on what it is that you're you're feeling. Um, right. Hey, we can all go towards the negative aspect of it. That's very easy. It's easy oh, to be it's negative. Super easy to yeah, be it's negative. easy to be negative. It's, it's easy to blame. It's easy to point the finger. 
what's not easy is to be courageous to your, and face your emotions and what you yeah. are feeling. And you just need to talk with yourself. Why am I feeling this way? Where is it coming from? Where is this loneliness coming from? Why am right. I feeling lonely? Now, what can I do? Can I change that? Is there, who can I call? You know, just, you have, it's, you have to figure it out because you're your only person that's, yeah. you know, going to be there for you. So, yeah, you have me to call or you have people that you can lean on. But ultimately, it's it comes down to you and your perspective and how you take hold of the situation. Right. And it's really hard to watch somebody complain that has so much, like a career, like a home, yeah, I like have. family to call. That's really hard because when I think that's what's so amazing about traveling is get out of this country. Go to Asia. Go to Mexico. Go look at the way these people live. And they are the happiest people I have ever seen. Right. Working harder than shit from nine of you know midnight, and doing the job well, getting paid peanuts for it. But they're happy people. Totally and agree. It's, yeah. You know. So when you start experiencing things like this and recognizing it, it's really hard to come back into Western culture and hear people complain of what they don't have. Where we're I'm just like, yeah, the, we're start looking at what US. you do have yeah, and then we're, we're be a little really bit spoiled. grateful for it. Yeah. So because when all that shit's taken away from you, if you have that, you're you still have your soul. You still have your spirit yeah. still, you know, you can thrive through that. Yeah. That negative shit. You can't you can't get through that. It doesn't. Yeah. And when I when I was telling her all that, when I was going through my little. I mean, dismiss your. your no, no, no. I don't no. know what you're going through. This is also. Remember we had this conversation yeah, earlier. Yeah. Like, it's easy for me to say because I've always resonated here. Where, like, I've always just been chill, cool. Like, I don't know what that's like to have that turbulence and that chaos yeah, in my brain. It's, it's, so it's, it's easier for me to be like, meditate. Be calm. <laughs> meditate. Smoke like a joint. You'll be cool. Yeah. That's easy for me to say because that's where I. Sure. Yeah, I vibe yeah. all the time. So. I'm not dismissing what you're feeling, and no, I and no, I'm no, sorry no. as your sister that you have to experience that. I wish I could take that away from you. I wish I could take that away from everybody. And yeah. maybe this is my way to the world. This is I don't know how to. How do you do? You create that? Is it a perspective? Could I easily turn to my situation into that negative thing? Could I have been like, oh, but I had a kid at 15, and you know, and yeah. what was me, and like went towards the negative, or could I be like, fuck, look what I guys did with it, you know, kind of thing. It's all yeah. a matter of perspective. So. On one end, I'm sympathetic and empathetic towards it. Um, maybe not so much empathetic because I don't experience it, but I can sympathize, understanding. And you know, the only reason I relate is because when I do PMS and that hormonal switch happens yeah. for like a week before, like I don't feel myself. Right. So I'm like, fuck, there are people Just that feel out of, and I'm in control of this. Think about that's how it feels, but 10 times higher yeah, like that's all the time. Horrible. That's like horrible. Really, that's where I sympathize. All the time over here. <laughs> that's what I sympathize it's with people. I'm just crazy. like, yeah. It sucks. You're just like, ah. And don't you think it's like, an, it's a, so it's a, insane. it's an imbalance of something and you just need to figure out that balance. You, you agree we have this balance, right? That we just need to kind of, yeah, you know what? I'm and I'm slowly getting there. Even with all these that native, I don't want to say negative, but with that experience I had in Utah, and I even saying it out loud and saying like nothing's wrong. And a couple of weeks later, when I calmed down, because I was having like really bad pains just all over. Yeah, I remember for no it, like, reason. And I've had like it's cat not scans. reason, but you're you're harboring all that stress yeah. in your body. And they're people like, don't understand you, this. And then they wonder relax. That's why they're sick. People are yeah. sick because they're holding it in and internalizing yeah. it and. And they can't find anything wrong. Yeah. I've had scans, x-rays, blood work, like you wouldn't believe. And like, dude, we, we don't know what it is. He's like, you need to calm down. So after our, I've stepped away from my job, like the stress levels come way, way down. I feel a lot better. I'm sleeping better. And What it, was the stress? Was it just the 
amount of work? It was, was it the, the people? Or? The people were great. I love work, my coworkers. It was just the amount of work expected out of you with the limited amount of equipment we had. It's it was just not doable. And then you, you already then, know that you. So you're, you're you don't walking, work that way anyways. Like you, I don't. Yeah, you need. You're very structured. You need things this this way and. You're going to do really well in the setting you're going to. Yeah. Well, you know, ask Abe, when we were lab assistants and phlebotomists, you're kind of on your own. You kind of just go out, you do your thing, you know? Right. You don't have like a boss. But don't you have like a set amount of patients that you need to get done? No. You, you no, do there's what, no quota. There's not no a quota, room. but like, so it's like you do the ER and we're going to do inpatients. That sure. Works? Yeah. Yeah. There's people designated the ER and there'd be people designated to other places, but you're kind of at really your own pace. You okay. go really, really fast or you can chill, you take your time. No one's on your ass. So it's kind of like in radiology, what we do, we all get the orders and it's who takes them or who's more efficient with the time, I guess, given. Yeah. But with where I was, the trauma one, everything was kind of, you're you're on edge because you don't know if you're going to get a trauma. You don't know. You got patients that want to come down, but you can't really have people come down because a trauma will show up. You got to cancel that. They got to go back upstairs. You got ERs. Yeah, sounds like St. Mary's. And it's it's just so much chaos that you just, it was too much for you. It's too much. It's way too much for me. It's way too much stress, and I don't care what anybody thinks. Like, oh, you're oh, you can't fucking handle stress. Not that. Not like that. That's fine. <laughs> then no. you re- then you remove yourself from it if you recognize That's it. Not healthy. No, it's because if, if not, you're just gonna take that on. You're gonna be blameful. You're gonna. Uh, be late you're if you can recognize it that's great then take yourself out of that situation and put yourself into something that makes you thrive right and if that's say a clinical like we were saying how you're like well where you're going now is how they're explaining how it's a slower pace and when you're telling me this i'm thinking i would go fucking crazy like i need i know the minute if i'm gonna be there for 12 hours be bored i was like yeah fuck yeah yeah see and i'm like (laughs) oh god that drive me crazy like i'm gonna be there for 12 hours i once that ball's rolling, I just need to keep going and, you know, it just knocks out the time a little bit. I don't want to sit. I'm not a sitter. I don't sit at home. I don't want to sit. Like, Were you working so. by yourself, Russ, at that uh, facility in Utah? No. I, so I had really good, a really good team. There was like five of us during the day. And then a lot. You guys were super busy. Yeah. We were slammed. You had five we techs on during one day? During the one, day. one shift? That's a lot. How many scanners did you have? We only had two. So we're two running and two. I don't no, understand why. Think, you... think of all of Utah. It's pretty big. The University of Utah is like the juggernaut. Like everybody wants to go there. Fair, fair enough. It's a really good facility. Um, but it's like five hundred bed hospital. I think maybe four something. Mm-hmm. And then above that is the cancer hospital. But they had their own scanners. So we had five hundred beds, and then we have our inpatients, outpatients. During the week, Monday through Friday, ER and then traumas. And we only had two scanners. So during the week, we have inpatients and we have the ER and traumas and inpatients. Yeah. And it just, and on the weekends, the only thing we didn't have was um, outpatients. It was too much. You didn't like it's it. stressed fu- you out. Way too much. Well, it stressed you out to a point where it was making you sick. So your I body, would, if you, it will. My body was like, yeah. just Stress die. will knock at your door and. And then it, it will, will kill kick you. your ass and, and knock you down if you do not know how to deal with it, for sure. 
Yeah, and that's it. it. You know, a lot of these cancers and this sort of thing that's are created by yeah. You have your second gut for a reason, and that they it's connected. Your actual nervous system is connected to your brain from your stomach. So a lot of what you harbor and stress, it you turn it into sickness. And yeah. so yeah, that's one of those things that you have to kind of yeah. And then the inflammation is a big yeah. That's where your inducer, and, your, and that's why my body hurts all the time because it's not. I was building up all the stress, and I I could feel all the tension I hold. Hmm. Um. Like my elbows always hurt. So even though you recognize where it comes crazy. from, it's still hard to release. Like it's it really hard to is. not. It's hard to be like, just relax. It's hard. What? Have you tried meditating? I've tried it all. Meditating, CBD. It's just your brain is just. So, it's such a powerful thing. It's huh? hardwired to be like, if you're not stressing something, yeah, right? Yeah, you need some ayahuasca. I do. I need some. <laughs> <laughs> this is well, need a, ain't working for you. You I need, need some. <laughs> over, overload. You or need some ayahuasca, yeah. yeah. I think we need to make a trip to Peru. I think so. And let somebody rip that Dude, shit Dude, I've out seen people s- do ayahuasca and they've had careers and they've left their careers, did something that they wanted to do in life. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, Michael's, he had a really good friend. It's crazy. He's, he's like, he went out to Peru to do ayahuasca. He's like, he came back and f- like off, no Facebook, no any social media he got rid of. He's, he, I don't really know where he went. Yeah, and that's what kind of afraid happen. of. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, I don't want to come back and be so disconnected from the Yeah, I'm just so disconnected from the world life. because I don't. It's not even fuck life, but you're now disconnected and connected yeah, in yeah, a, yeah. where it's, you're not grounded anymore. You're just somewhere like living yeah, in your you spirit went, kind of thing. You but your far. body, so yeah, you took it a little too far there. <laughs> come back down a little bit. Yeah, I don't, maybe that's what I could be afraid of, but. Yeah. To hear that, I wonder how long that lasts though. Like, do you ever does Western conditioning come back at you and get you eventually? Is it? I, I feel like it does. How I long does it linger on? I feel you get like a good six months out of it, from what I've seen. What's that? Psychedelics? Yeah. Well, with the ayahuasca part, at least you mm-hmm. get like a good. Ah, this is me just from what I've seen. Like you. Get well, the ayahuasca. Good they also change. say that it's um. I don't know if it's permanent. It's like a process. You know? yeah, so like they say, keep like going. the first time you do it is, and I could be wrong, people that are way more educated on this, but this is just from what I've gathered. So like the first time you try it, they, they call it purging. And this is where you're kind of vomiting all the toxins up in your yeah, body. Or taking a dump. Yeah, or whatever. You're, <laughs> you know, I didn't hear that one. I heard the vomiting. I hear you either vomit or you take a mean old shit. No, maybe it's coming out. It's coming <laughs> out one way one or yet. another. You take a and then like your ex- second experience, it's not so much the purging as it starts to tap into what it is that you're harboring and what's deep-rooted into right. you. So there's like different steps, I think, in processes to um, – to getting to there i don't know i, I mean I, i'm sure it's different for every people do it one time and i've seen a couple documentaries on their actual experiences and yeah. what if paltrow has a really good netflix have you seen that Mm-mm. it's called goo is it what goo? Is, something with a, dre- a g what is it called i don't have uh, no clue i don't watch netflix very much <laughs> that it was a series and they had one on psychedelics and her co-workers i think it's goo like geo or something I don't know. Could uh, be wrong. Pretty sure Something that, of that sort. But pretty sure that sent, guy has one of the, has an episode on there about that. Who? On that show I was telling you guys about. Oh, on the show. Yeah, I'm there's pretty so sure many, he has some type. Of there's so many documentaries that. out about this sort of things. I yeah. guess if you just start seeking it and watching it, it's just like the algorithm. They start popping up everywhere. So. Yeah, I feel like it's time for me to kind of venture back into it and get a reset. Because yeah. for a while there, I was digging life. Yeah, not because I was high or anything. It's just, just like feeling. Well, yeah, you had like, an accomplishment. Man, you graduated college. This is dope. 
Yeah. And then for some reason, my mind's just went right back. Went right back into fuck you, man. How are you? <laughs> how are you today? Today's good. Today's this, a good day. The time I've been off from work so far has been great. Yeah, so you released one of the stress. So obviously that was a factor. If that, you were... that work environment is just not for me. I'm yeah. not built for it. Um, there's some people who thrive in it yeah, for like, sure, yeah. but it's not for me. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit here and lie to myself. The experience was awesome, but I'm also not going to keep lying to myself. But you also understand you have to, you do have to work. You do have to put yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. put in that work. You, you know? got to go to work. You can't just sit around and make 40 bucks an hour and do one vacation <laughs> every day. Like, well, you know, that's not? nice. Yeah. But... <laughs> Fuck, you got you got to work. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying character. to figure that. I'm trying to figure that part out. Cause school is school is rough. I mean, I went to school for ten years, and I talk about this all the time. And I never took a break after school. I went right into work, right into my career. And I tell everybody that I talk to who's going to nursing or any kind of career, take six months off. Cause you get like a six month leeway for your loans. You have to start paying them off. Yeah. Take those off. Try not to work and just to take a minute because you're going to work the rest of your life anyway. And I wish I would have done that. Yeah. I really wish I would have took a break because I was a mess. Yeah, I mean, you saw. I ended up in the hospital out, yeah. here, out here just for no reason because I was so amped up, just stressed as fuck. Were you late, Lonely? No. Did you take a break after school? No, that was so long ago. Gosh, I don't remember. You just went straight into I did. your job I had three and little working. kids that I had to take care yeah. of. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, had, I had, a, little, you I had to get have, into it. I didn't it. have you time to, to do anything, but they were, that's, when you have kids, you know, that's like, their, I didn't have time to figure out who I was or yeah. what my <laughs> dreams were. I didn't have any of that. I had three little kids that I lived in an apartment with and looked at and said, this is not the way we're going to live. And if we're going to have to get out of this and we're in all those sacrifice for some years. And yeah. I did that. And when I got out, it was just at that point, you're just as a new grad, you just apply everywhere and hope they, somebody takes you on and trusts you as a new grad. So, um, yeah, but now seven, how old's Gabe? I've been doing that since Gabe was, well, he's 21 now. You've been doing that career like yeah, I've 20 for, years, uh, plus yeah, years, right? 20, uh, no, I want, it's going on uh, maybe like 18. Was it was it hard finding a job back then as an ultrasound tech? Um, it's not that it, yeah, because like I was telling you, it's real tech dependent. So it's it doesn't matter anything other than the years of experience you have. You're diagnosing; they want a seasoned tech that knows what the hell they're doing, and it's a huge liability when you're diagnosing. So if you have a new grad, it's yeah, definitely more. That's why we always take the students because you get to see how much they grasp with you know kind of skills they've learned what type of yeah. basically workers they will be so yeah it's I, I think i took a call job when it first started and that was scary but i mean that's so long ago now it's like i close my eyes and see the shit <laughs> <laughs> now i now i'm at the point of my career in life that it's not for me anymore like i need to make a different direction and i keep getting pushed towards ayurveda i was telling you that yeah so um I'm thinking about going back to be an Ayurveda practitioner. And it's just. Is, what is that? Ayurveda is more the Eastern way of, I guess, treating and curing medicine. It's a different, it's more, it comes from India some 5,000 years ago. It's a lot of holistic approach. They diagnose okay. by pulses, by, um, there's a lot to it, but it's definitely a holistical approach towards the treatment. And right now it's very hard to, 
see patients have diabetes or they come in with high blood pressure and you know i want to be like well if you change your diet let's try this this and this you know and that's where the face thing comes in people don't want to hear that though they're just like where's my magic pill yeah so like, yeah they just want a quick fix yeah they want a quick fix or Trust they, they want to complain why too. they have diabetic ulcers yeah i'll take it i don't no, feel like this no, yeah. but, I, I get it so yeah. yeah so i'm at the point where i'm gonna start looking into other you know, nice. i'm just stagnant now at this career i'm grateful for it don't get me wrong it's helped me raise three kids it's been a yeah. great career it's been lucrative i can't i'm not complaining about it. i'm highly grateful for it now i have a schedule that and seniority i can travel i can pretty much just work to enjoy life so i'm very grateful for that is it you know soul speaking it does it make me feel like i'm helping people sometimes when i diagnose things that i i know that my skills have potentially save their life or help them with their diagnosis for sure you feel that it's kind of far and few just because of what you're treating but yeah. i just feel like there's a higher calling in medicine for me like there's another way to to educate people as to what's correct and i i don't know if i've ever had a passion that's do you feel like you have a passion for something like are you passionate about something this? like ricky is this it that's cool this? like ricky's music like the kid is passionate about there there's nothing you can say or do to steer him away from that yeah. there's nothing you know he's that this is this is it and i'm gonna do everything to make this kind of work and he's talented at it and he's got it and i support it because of that talking yeah. about my son um so i don't ever feel like i had that passion like i've i have the nurturing characteristic and i love taking care of people and i that is something that's just innate thing within me so but to feel like passion with something i guess i've never had it until i started kind of digging into this and then i understand when people ask me questions are they curious about my diet or how i approach things and they become curious in it where i become passionate with my sharing and wanting to help so maybe if i don't know if it's so much a passion but it definitely lights something up in me and maybe that's because I know there's a better way. There's there's a better way. Like, let's take control of this kind of thing. But I don't know how to navigate it to yeah. a point where it's not like in somebody's throat where you're just kind of, this is the way. And, you know, and they kind of are like, well, you know, humans don't work Ooh. that way. So you got to gently, <laughs> Whoa, you got to gently approach it. And where I, I, and I don't even necessarily approach it, but when asked about it or like we're talking about it now, I, it came up. Um yeah. I, th I think there's a better way and that's where you start mental illness I, it's all it all starts from this it starts from our diet from what we put in our mouth and it's all connected if we're feeding our brain shit if we're clogging it and creating this disease which comes from you know yeah. it's bad foods bad right and you're so if you understand the connection with it if you can change that then we cure a lot of things we cure mental illnesses illness, illnesses you know um alzheimer's and add and all these things that we put labels are it's genetic or it's because of this or that and it's actually really simple it's it starts by what we, we're feeding ourselves and how we're living and trust yeah. me i'm guilty we're conditioned to this way yeah. i mean we were having chips earlier but yeah like chips, it, yeah like, shit, like yeah eating like shit and because <laughs> you know that's what you do that's how you celebrate and that's how you yeah. entertain once it's in like, a while is okay yeah i feel like shit. once in a while is okay yeah you just exactly balance you have to balance yeah. it you can't you can't live that way and that's the problem this is every, every day everybody's is, diet every right. day and how it, there's yeah, it's, and it's a it's a an addiction, and you can't break it. It's a poison they feather body, and you can't. It's really hard, and you know. And then you start hearing about all the 
the diets and this way is the right way and you're just like, like yeah just eat, eat healthy yeah it's just stop taking don't meds, stop stuff. picking dang have we been talking that long that you you he went to the bathroom twice and he put down, <laughs> down yeah. he's got three empty bottles down there and three empty love it I've been consistent I mean I'm not judging you I think we started this podcast about how much of a I don't know yeah. I lost track of time do you want to talk <laughs> Abe? Let, let us know how's that beer what kind of beer what is it it's an anchor steam beer I've never had it Hey, it's in San Francisco. We were just talking. This is a San Francisco kind of podcast. Uh, One of the first beers that I had on San Francisco. Maybe that is why people make their way to San Francisco. Do you think it's that beer? It's the beer, the clam chowder. You know, it's (laughs) one of the two. I I think it's the vibe out in San Francisco. You know, yeah, the vibes are cool out there. I didn't get that vibe when I was out there. No, no, I felt that vibe. Like I know what vibe you're talking about. I got that vibe in Bali, and I got that vibe in Tulum. I felt it. And San Francisco was cool. It's like, oh, this is a cool place to visit. Kind of thing. The coffee, though, I'll never forget that coffee. Shit was Coffee's amazing. Bomb. I know. I'm like on a conquest yeah. to just go around the world and try the best coffee. So best coffee's in Florida. Cuban coffee is by far the best coffee. Oh my god! Doesn't matter where you go. Cuban coffee. I'm a coffee guy. I gotta yeah, try that. You gotta try coffee. Yeah, they have a. Gotta have my coffee in the morning. Yeah, Cuban coffee though is something about it. Something. Even about at the sh- like in Florida because you know it's so close. They have Cuban coffee and just yeah. like they're fast food restaurants and it's amazing how about you abe how do you uh handle stress how do you do it do you feel like you have any like struggles mentally with some things like mental health mental Um, health as they say honestly are you pretty good at it honestly i feel like i i do um not a lot of people know this but i do have kind of um just a little bit of kind of like ocd not like the regular ocd where you know, you got to touch things like multiple times and all that. That kind of OCD. Yeah. I was just gonna go that to OCD that. OCD is, man, I feel bad and for like, those folks. I don't know. I've I've never actually had to go get diagnosed for it, but I do feel like I have that type of OCD where things that are I can't, aligned bother you. Yes, like I can't I can't move on and until something is 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 perfect or or in line. I can't leave the house until I know the the door is locked a certain way. Like I have those oh, type man. of those things, but. Nobody really notices it. I kind of do it on the low. It's not no, like it's, it's not noticeable, mm. but I do have those things, and it it drives me nuts. What's the worst one that you have? Like the worst tick? Your car? Does your car get to you the most? Um, not the car. You I'd, dress say, nice. I'd, I'd say. I'd say. <laughs> thank you. You dress very thank you. nice. <laughs> no, it's definitely. And it's definitely <laughs> not Man, that. There comes no, you're. <laughs> You always got like the sickest bag, just nice, <laughs> nice sneakers. I don't know. I've, I've, I've always been that way, you know, just dressing nice, you know, fashion. I, I think it's just the thing that came along with skateboarding. Yeah. You know, skateboarding, music. It's huh. just, it's just the thing that kind of ties together. Yeah. I don't know. I've always been that way since, since I've grown up. I know some up. pretty bummy skateboarders that don't dress nice. That's, I don't know if that's a skateboard thing. It is. It's like but see, the, 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 the skateboarding is universal, you know, you can look, you can look bummy. That's you true. Skateboards that look that look nice. that know how to dress well. And then it's just the type, slugs. the style. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you guys that guys that like smell yeah. really really gnarly, yeah. but yeah. yeah, yeah. So you yeah, the, it definitely looks skateboardish, but it's a clean. Yeah, it's that clean look. Like you ironed your pants and your shirt, or <laughs> you something. Yeah, like, yeah, you pants washed right your hair. I came here, you guys. Yeah, you washed your I hair. Ironed my pants thing. right before this podcast. But if it was wrinkled and thrown on another skater, it could pass as well. Like just a different. So no, I got my moments, you know. I'll be hesh and start wearing some ripped up pants, ripped up jeans. So is there? Let's tell a story. Though. Is there a worst one 
like the worst do you have like the tick that you have to do no matter what you know when i leave the house i have to check the doorknobs every single time like i have to what i have to check for that they're locked this, or that, that they're turned a certain okay way. so i have a few so before i leave the house i check to see if my room is is shut okay. uh-huh. if I, my room door is open it drives me nuts i have to shut that thing i have to look at it at least three or four times to make sure it's shut fuck and then you drive away and you're still wondering before if it's shut. I, and, and then i leave that's before you even leave and then i leave and then i leave out the front door when i leave out the front door i gotta make sure that's locked do did something hold, happen to you that you did you ever get knob? did something I, get I, stolen or what is do you hold I don't the knob know. before you let go of the front door do you hold it for a couple seconds and like, i do one two and then i you, have to admit it but yeah, i do yeah, yeah i've done that I, have to stop I hold that. the knob for uh-huh. at least five seconds before <laughs> I have to leave. And if I don't hold it the right way, I got to go back and hold that thing again before I leave. Fuck, but I man. do it so that's, unnoticeably that's to, hard. To, to the point where people don't even notice that. Like, sure. I've known people for years. I've, you've known me for years. Uh, have you noticed any of those I've things? I've never seen you do it. No. Exactly. Yeah, super clever. Exactly. But, you but it drives that, me it, it But you don't think those are nuts. I mean that's not It drives me nuts. <laughs> I mean you're just being cautious <laughs> that of drive me nuts. not having your stuff fucked with. I don't know. Like that I don't think even, that's a it, bad thing. Even at the now, last Now it's one thing if you lock the door you came in, you went out, you locked the door, came back. You know, there's like a, another level of that OCD where, Yeah, there's just there's there's yeah, definitely different levels. You're just more of a higher level of being cautious. As right. you know, yeah, there's yeah. some people that drive recklessly and there's people that are more cautious because of the outcome. So you can just look, maybe change your perspective on, and it won't bother you as much True. as a yeah. good thing. You know, like I've, it I've, doesn't have to be a negative thing. You can look at it as a positive thing. Like I, when I drive away, I know for shit, like sometimes I'm like, oh, did I close the garage? You don't ever have to do that. I have, I have, <laughs> I have the same thing. The apartment, the last place I lived at, I did have um, an automatic garage. And before I left the house, I would always have to check if that thing was closed. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like a muscle memory thing. You know, when you leave the house, you lock the door, you close a garage with your automatic yeah. you know, door closer. And you know it's closed, but you want to go back and check it anyways. Just to make sure it's closed. I think a lot of people do that though. I don't think that's not to an extent. I mean everybody's extent is a little bit different on that. I think we all do I do that a little bit. What month were you born? September. Oh, going in the month. A Libra. September. Why is that? Oh, is that does that matter? We cracked the code. <laughs> now like, we use astrology. Now we know. <laughs> I just get curious to characteristics of certain signs. I mean, I don't think they're like hard pressed to what you are, but I definitely see certain characteristics. Right, so, what are, so what are everyone's signs here? What are you? I'm a Leo. All right. And Leo. what are you, Russ? Virgo. Virgo. No, we're all different things. Yeah. Yeah. I blend in. There's people that really study that. You blend in. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Virgo's Virgo is blend the. They're the softies. But what is their um I don't know what it looks so like. So I, I mean I'm a lion. And then Pisces are the fish or you know what are what's a Virgo? I don't know. That's a good question. You don't know this about your sign? I know the spirit animal. It's not a spirit animal. It's the I wouldn't call it a logo, but No, not a it's logo. It's not a logo. It's, what is it? What is that know. thing called? I know what you're talking about. I don't know what it is. Your sign. I don't Yeah, I don't know. The Taurus is the I don't bull. Get into it. Wait, what are you? Libra. Libra, and that's that horse where what is that it's a scale it's a scale just you know, kidding yeah yeah oh, oh, that's sexy. a fun one i like yeah. that dude. that's a fun balanced, one do you dude? like do you feel like you're balanced i feel like i'm balanced yeah. that's awesome I feel like I'm balanced. balance I is a great thing in this people are so off balance and i think that's where it causes so much chaos in our world we are there's such an imbalance in human beings and because of what our culture is now putting at us it's just like creates this imbalance 
of the masculine and the feminine, and it's just you got the feminist, and you it just ugh. yeah, it gets old. Yeah, it's just a. I think we've like lost I, our balance, yeah. and it's I created a lot of sides, chaos. But sometimes I'm like, just shut the fuck up. You know, we get it. Okay, <laughs> we want general neutral bathrooms. Okay, but just, if there's not one available, sorry, get yeah. over it. Well, it's just yeah. Pick the one that you I mean, feel you comfortable with. No find one's, a million different subjects. Is how <laughs> no this, one's upset about you. Just pick one. <laughs> Maybe you need a Libra to change that. It just gets so ridiculous. With some cool. of the shit that yeah. people argue about, really, nobody gives a fuck, man. Just go to the bathroom that you feel fits you. No one cares. Yeah. No, just go. I actually think that's the problem is people <laughs> care too much way, one way or the other where they're just not. They're yeah. losing sight of what's important. If you don't like it, they go pee in a bush. I mean, well, yeah, I it's kind of, you're fuck. losing the humanness of what we are. Like, it's really, it's a bathroom. Like, yeah, it's that's a bathroom. That's why I never get to why, like, like, you stop, if you have the urge to pee and you stop at a gas station and some of them don't want to let you use it unless you're a customer, I'm like, we're all fucking humans. Like, I, it's a, I have to yeah, go to the restroom and you really, have to don't have, go to New you York, have one. Like, like, that. come on, man. You like, want yeah, to piss on this floor? Yeah, yeah, like, I don't get New what York, you're you trying to hold. You have to buy something to use a restroom. Yeah, that's just it's that's, stupid. And that's exactly like, huh? the way humans are. And this key. is where it's... Just a pee. Or a key. Yeah, like, where's the love? Like, just be like, you know what? I feel you. I've been there before. Yes, use my restroom. Here yeah. you go. It's a little dirty. <laughs> go for it. You know, I don't know. I think people have lost that People have just gone too... Or selfish and just for themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they've lost they the understanding of what we're here for. We're here to help each other. We're here as humans to to love and help. And yeah. that's owning a, re- a gas station. You have a bathroom, and somebody pulls up and needs to use your restroom. Then you kindly say yes, go for it. Yeah, that's it's simple as that. Not like only if you buy let a bag that, of chips. What the fuck, like <laughs> go for it. Let <laughs> that shit go. Yeah, let the shit go. That's my motto. That's do we name these shows? Do we name these podcasts? Dude, this one's that's, gonna be let, let, yeah. let that shit podcast. go. Let that shit go. There she is, right there. There she is. And then what about this? This is Jack Johnson. This is one of my favorite albums from Jack Johnson. Oh, I love that album. I forget the name of that album, but yeah, that's my favorite one too. Yeah. That's, it's a um, good album he did album. well guys this has been super awesome that was fun how long was that you're an hour and a half dang yeah. people actually listen yeah believe yeah. it or not people enjoy it this is like halfway to two hours yeah if you drive <laughs> let's say I like listening to podcasts when you're you're driving that's kind of cool that's my new thing right now is driving alone I honestly prefer I don't want to go I don't like driving with people anymore <laughs> I like just <laughs> just cruising I'm by just, yourself. Huh? I'm getting cruising to that point where I just enjoy myself. Like, I just don't want older. the. Comp- I, I don't know if it's older, but I just have zero tolerance for like bullshit. Catty it's shit. Like sometimes I just don't want to talk to people. I just want to <laughs> just go on my own and listen to the podcast I choose and the music I choose and just go where I'm going. Yeah. Cool with long that's, drives by myself. I get it. That's, that's, the, that's exactly how I am. It's comfortable. Yeah. Always driving by myself. Yeah. It's like I want like to drive my way. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just if the company's not good at this point, I don't want to entertain it. I just want yeah. good people around. Like right now, this is fun. Usually, I'm just chilling on the couch by myself or whatever, and I can enjoy that as well. But it's a good company. This was fun. Yeah, I'm glad absolutely. we finally got to do this. And that Me you too. Uh, my uh, first podcast. I've never yeah. done this thing before, neither, so neither have I. I've listened to many. There's gonna be more. There's gonna be more. Yeah. You gotta visit you out in Utah one day. Visit. Let that shit go with Mrs. Chopsticks. <laughs> All right. She always. She's will from be Hawaii. There. I'm glad you still carry her. Does she still move when the sun hits her? Yes. Yeah. She still moves. Yeah. When the sun I got hits that her. little. Do you see what his logo is on his little 
Mrs. Chopsticks. See her right there? Oh, yeah. Right yeah, yeah. There. So yeah, it's right solar um, operated, and she, well, she go back and forth or front to back? Like this with her head? Oh, her head bobs. Oh, she bobs yeah. up and yeah. down. Yes. Yes. I mean, it was silly. I saw it in Hawaii, and I got it for him because I thought it was silly. I didn't You're know like, it was oh, man, be... Russ would like this Yeah. Thing. I didn't know. Dude. Like, I, it was Asian a joke because at that point. 15 years later. <laughs> yeah. I think it was more a joke because I kept telling him, I'm going to find you an Asian woman because, you know, he's like, is that his thing? Is Asian chicks? And so I saw her. I was like, yes. <laughs> Finally yeah. found it. You know, legit, was gonna fall in love with her. <laughs> like he goes everywhere Made with her. Made a sticker out <laughs> yeah. of it. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Russ is Asian himself. I don't see he's him a, as a white dude at all. No. I think no. Right. What makes you? He takes a He's Asian. He's, What's he's, Asian? What What are Asians? His characteristics. The way you know he eats a lot of Asian food. He likes these Asian girls. Yeah. He eats everything with chopsticks. He does eat everything with chopsticks. And I, I do. just the other day, where I don't know where you're here. You like food. Asian beers? Asian beers? What? Asian So whiskey? you like the Asian culture. Does he have anything characteristic-wise no, like, that makes you think? I don't like everything about Asian culture. Some of that's really bad. Like the eating uh, the dogs and stuff? No, just how they... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is that even true? <laughs> no. God, that true. Some of that's true. <laughs> is it true? But the pressure they put on their kids is really bad. Right. The stigma of like, you're Asian, you have to marry an Asian to fulfill your parents' needs, they have to accept it. That kind of shit, I don't well, like. Well, their culture is just very that, strong. That part of that culture, I don't like. Right. That's with a lot of cultures. Committing I mean, Indians suicide are over it. of the same sort. I right. mean, there's a lot of cultures that... Uh, All for, to please your parents, you have to be a doctor so they can talk higher of you than somebody else. Yeah. You know, it's, no, that's I don't like way. that part. No, I don't think I agree with that. But any as culture. far as, like, the generosity, like, the food, the I feel more at home with... Asian right. individuals than I do with like I, I'm not shitting on like white people or anything. That's just where I feel comfortable. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. It's just well, maybe you are. I don't know. Well, Asian people <laughs> trapped in a white boy's body. <laughs> I, I've never right. really been attracted to like white girls or Hispanics or black or yeah. Uh, they're all very pretty in their own way for sure. But personal every time preference. I saw, yeah, personal yeah, preference. Personal preference, but something about like. I don't know, an Asian woman just catches my eye. It's like, hey, hey. You know, there's something about them. Not to be like a pervert or anything. It's just, no, it's not. That's just what you're attracted to. It's, attracted it's to. Okay. I get shit for it all the time. They're like, you don't like any of these white girls? Like, no. no. I mean, that's no. okay. I think you're honest with yourself, what you're attracted <laughs> really. to. You know? I mean, you should be open to people and who they are. It's I've not dated any... all, every race, yeah. creed you can think of, but it's just something about... You maybe it's not so much the attraction as you just connect with them on a certain level. Like I don't have you can line up all my exes, none of them that sounds horrible, like I have a lot. But you can line them all you know, <laughs> twenty of them. No. <laughs> no, they <laughs> I'm just saying that it's it's a connection thing. It's not so much a Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you also you have to have the attraction there. I don't think you just connect with anybody. So if you have the connection and then you happen to be attracted to this person, I think that's cool. So yeah. it's not that, you know, maybe we're just connecting to the vibe of Asians, whatever that is. Yeah, whatever it is. And they don't have to be a specific, oh, they only have to be Filipino or they only have to be, you know, Japanese or I don't care what it is. Yeah. Or, you you're... know, where you come from. Yeah, that's where your eye goes towards. That's cool. I've always been drawn to it. I don't know why. You don't need a reason. And even yeah, yeah. the skateboard company, you know, hookups, mm-hmm. they always had like the Asian chick on there and stuff i was like man that, that looks cool even though you didn't watch any anime growing up i never watched anime one are you into bit. anime now 
Mm, I loved Afro Samurai. That's about it. That's a good show. Yeah, yeah love yeah. that yeah, show. Yeah. And uh, Spirit Away. Uh, you know, growing up, I, one. yeah, Spirit Away is good. Yeah, uh, growing up, yeah, I used to watch a lot of anime. But not Dragon Ball Z. I never got My into kids any of that stuff. Enjoy that stuff. I've never really gone into it. What's the um, the one on Netflix? Token, talking, something like that. The um. Uh, they have that. They have a lot on. There's so on much out there. My, Ricky so just like there. is about this. I can't think of what the name is. Dang it! I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. You know what it is. It's just can't think of the name. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, this has been great. We're gonna end it right here. Um, again, everybody, check out all the other episodes. They're all on YouTube. Just type in Herb Session, two different words. It'll pop up. Uh, everything will be linked in the bio below subscribe the audio will be there and i always like to leave with a piece of music sis what have you been listening to what lately? has been my song right now yeah what's really like just on repeat auto repeat on, on repeat. right now i'm vibing with um chant a song by i mean it's old reggae yeah. but uh Roots by uh, still pulse still pulse yeah so check it out still pulse what's the song chance a song chance a song Still Pulse, chant the song. Check it out. Song. I'll link it for you. And It's got a good vibe. It just yeah, really good again. reggae. I love Still Pulse. Yeah. I actually saw him not too long Did ago. Did you? Yeah. Saw him with Chris. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I love They're, Still I Pulse. I like them. So do I. They're very, very good. Yeah. And um, check it out. And as always, thank you for listening. This is it. Peace. Peace. Peace.